Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Who'd have thought, guys? Just, just, who'd have thought? But who'd have thought 54 years after uh, the Monkees were manufactured for a TV show, they'd released their best live album ever. That's incredible. 03444991000 is the telephone number. This is the Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10. My name is Ian Lee. Who the hell are you, lady? I'm Catherine Boyle, and I was just Googling in a frenzy, thinking, who is this mature-sounding band? It can't be. Oh, hang on. It is. The Monkees. it's the monkeys, isn't it? They just got a new album out, Mike and Mickey, and it's absolutely stunning. Um, dear listener, come and join us tonight. Let's try and have a laugh. Well, these are weird times, as we know, and I- I've got a few questions about um, stuff that may be happening underneath the surface, bubbling underneath the surface. But you know what we want to do on this show is we're kind of here just to have a laugh and to dick around, and you are very welcome to call up about anything you want. We seem to have got into a nice little groove recently where the shows alternate between absolute stupidity and tomfoolery and something a little bit heavier. That means tonight we're kind of on schedule for um, uh, dicking around. But, 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 if you want to call in, as you know the rules, you can call in about anything. We're not going to sit here and ask you a question or, you know, let tonight's big debate is this. Uh, we're going to sit and we're going to talk music and films and video games and books and argue and it'll be a little bit potty-mouthed. But if you want to phone in and say, yeah, you know what, I'm, I'm struggling at the moment, you are very, very welcome. I, I've, I've kind of worked out a couple of things that um, we can talk about a bit later on that I thought I was the only one going through. And it turns out lots of people are going through. And sometimes just having that identification can help a little bit. So you know the score. 03444991000 is the telephone number. But, 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 um, it's someone I've not seen. We've got a special guest. And it's someone I've not seen for ages. And whenever he comes on the show, I always find it exhausting because he's one of the few people, Catherine, who I would say is uh, faster than me. And don't tell him I said this, is more knowledgeable about music than me. Ladies and gentlemen, Gentlemen, would you please welcome to the arena? It's Mr. Douglas Anderson. Good evening, Dougie. Good evening, lovely loves. It's a pleasure to be with you, to be speaking to you. And I think it was Lee Hazelwood that said, These are cold, hard times. But another wise man once said something to me, which I'd like to share with you now. And it was simply this Please do. Sometimes the giggle factory should open for business and let it open now. Yeah. Dougie, we're, of course, doing this remotely. I'm um, near Aylesbury. Catherine is God knows where. Uh, Amy is in London. Are you, are you, whereabouts are you roughly? Don't give us the, the grid reference or the street number, but whereabouts are you speaking to us from? I'm coming to you live from southeast London this evening. Gosh. Gosh, and uh, what, here's the thing. Whenever we've, we've had you on the show before, it's always been face-to-face, man-o-way, man-o-way, woman-o. Um, but, of course, I can't see you. And it, as often blind people will say, um, that when you can't see something, your, your senses are in many ways heightened. Your other senses are in many ways heightened. Can I ask you a personal question? Are you Scottish? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, you talk about voices and then the timber or the tomber. Um, and I quite often I can see or listen to a voiceover, watch an advert, and I it's I can't I don't know if it's you or Nick Frost. Oh, oh gosh, yeah, wow. yeah. There, there, there's a definite correlation between the voices. 
I was um, with Nick Frost when um, the tragic events of 9-11 were unfolding. So that's my alibi. And um, I'm sticking to it. I was with Nick Frost. This is what we, this is tonight's phone in. Who were you with when the tragic events of 9-11 unfolded? I was with Nick Frost, Joe Cornish, Lauren Laverne, and someone else who I can't remember. That's not a bad list of celebs to be hanging out with when the world was collapsing for the first time. <clears throat> I was um, I was at the BBC in uh, Glasgow, Scotland, where uh, mm. country country where I'm from. Uh, obviously, lost the accent, but uh, that's where I'm from. Uh, <laughs> making a making a music show uh, called the Beat Room, and brilliantly, one of my producers was the, I guess, one of indie royalty, uh, Douglas T. Stewart of the BMX Bandits. Wow! And um, so we are sort of. And oh god, I was so excited because this was, and you'll you'll understand my excitement when I tell you this. We not only had the Beta Band performing a live set, yep. and you know how much that band means Beautiful. to me. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we got the first ever British TV appearance of the White Stripes. Really? Um, and this was wow. Yeah, yeah. And this this was a show coming out of Glasgow, only seen in Scotland before I player. And it felt a bit like a Tony Wilson thing. You know, it felt yeah. like a So It Goes or something like that. We were actually getting these amazing bands to perform almost in secret. But anyway, suddenly someone says, oh, that's, that doesn't look right. New York, uh, this is great, isn't it? This is what people want to hear in a lockdown. Uh, anecdotes about 9-11. Um, I think they do, maybe, actually, yeah. You know, maybe it's, it's a bit levity, isn't it? I mean, by goodness, we could, all, uh, we could all do with some. Um, and I remember someone going... Look at that! You know things are falling down in New York, and within two minutes, it was straight back to. So, how many songs is the Beat Band going to play here? You know, so it was a, it was a consciousness of what was happening, but also, also a pragmatism that that yeah. life had to go on. But, um, oh, we were um, we were doing um, uh, uh, a topical. A uh, panel show that Joe Cornish was hosting, and it was called something like "What a Week" or "This is This Week" or something like that. And so I mm. came into, I came in late. It was in uh, in Kensington, and someone said, "Oh, have you seen what's happening?" I went, "No." And there was a plane, you know, sticking out of the building, and I was like, "Oh, okay, gosh, that's interesting." And then we would keep going in, into write what was going to be the show, and Nick Frost was really taking an interest in it. And he kept going, I'm just going to go and watch what's happening. And none of us really registered how big it was, except for him. And he would, just, he would keep coming back in and talking about aeroplanes and guns. Nick Frost really knows guns very, very well. <laughs> Catherine, Catherine, can I ask you? I mean, we've set the, the standard pretty high. Which yeah. celebrities or rock bands were you with on 9-11? <laughs> I was also at the BBC, actually. Uh, I was at the BBC in Milton Keynes, which at that Here point comprised of one member of staff, and that was me. Oh. Oh. And I was sitting in an office alone. The fax machine had done nothing all day. I'd kind of been picking my nails for a while, and I thought, I'm going to yeah. ring the office in Luton and see if anything's doing. Oh. And when I rang <laughs> and something up, I was said, doing, wasn't it? They went, are you joking me? I went, no. I said, I'm sitting here twiddling my thumbs. Is there anything I can do? Is there any jobs over there? And they went, yeah, get your ass over here. So um, I went to uh, Luton and it was one of those kind of all hands on deck moments at um, a BBC local radio station. I mean, obviously, uh, yeah, I mean, the BBC's effort could not have done it without us at Luton. So you're there welcome, you go, guys. you see. Uh, your memories of 9-11, please, on the anniversary. No, hang on a minute. It's not the anniversary. <laughs> Oh, but you can call in 0344-499-1000. Dougie, I know you love your music, and I know uh, uh, the, the, what, what a lot of people are doing at the moment. I don't want to dwell too much on, on the coronavirus, but there are some lovely, there are some pluses coming out of uh, uh, an horrific global pandemic. And one of them is that lots of people are doing things for free or for pennies on Zoom or on Facebook or on YouTube. Um, and one of them, and I'm, I'm referencing this because I, I, I think you know the people involved. My sister Jo has been doing, I think it's either a daily or a weekly meditation on Facebook taken by, ladies and gentlemen, from Bell and Sebastian, Mr. Stuart Murdoch. And she texted me earlier because she tweeted she was really enjoying it and Stuart Murdoch replied to saying oh thanks Joe I'm glad I'm glad you, you you're getting something out of it it's helping me as well uh, are you still friends with the, the Bell and Sebastian guys and gals yeah 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 it's um it's actually 10 years but unbelievably 10 years since we made our our film together yeah. um it was late late 2010 which is literally 10 years ago yeah and yeah. um yep. yes right. yes still checked. still 
still uh, friends, still still a fan of their music. And I know that Stuart's been doing these meditations. I didn't know Joe, your sister, was taking part. I myself yeah. have been doing meditations. I, I guess you could call them private ones. It's just myself or sometimes the good lady wife pops in. And um, just trying to be, because it does help. And that's the one yeah. thing we talk about finding the positives in this hard time. And we'll get onto music positives and, and hopefully oh, God, film yes. positives as well. But yes. the whole point of um, have we, oh God, I mean, I've been bored of people forever, forever. And this links into Bell and Sebastian <laughs> and my work with them because I'm actually in the video for the Bell and Sebastian song, I Want the World to Stop from the album yeah. Right About Love, which we well, boy, the boy, film. They got their wish, guys. They got their wish. Flipping yeah. Bell and Sebastian. And, and people have been saying for ages, I wish the world would stop. I just need time to read that book. I need time to breathe. I need time to... Now, of course, if you want to meditate, you want to breathe, just do it. You don't have to... Mm. If the world was to stop, nobody would be breathing. We'd be... We'd no. be... We'd be, we'd we'd be dead. dead. We'd um, be dead. So, so that's, that's the first big positive of the night. We're not dead. Um, <laughs> but I... <laughs> and I believe that's something to really grab onto and shake. Shake it and say, come on. <laughs> Nobody's dead here. Let's uh, let's, uh, try, well, let's enjoy well, the meditations. Well, some 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 people are dead, but um, uh, I uh, good news. Here's some good news, Catherine. Dougie is always. I've always been suspicious of him. I've always been slightly yeah, wary right. of him. There's always been something about him that's not right. He's corrected that. Yeah, you in mentioned that months. his hairline, right? You were wondering it, it, what was going no, on. No, no, no. It's not that. He's he's oh, the corrected. Trouser thing. No, it's not the trouser thing. He Which has it. He mentioned his good lady wife. I believe uh -huh. there's also a, there's somebody else living with you now, Dougie. Oh yes, the cat. The cat. He's got a cat. He's got a cat. No, no, we must. We must, um, we must pepper with some facts here because we were in a, a textual communicado about two weeks ago, maybe, and yes, um, and I I think I sent you some pictures of Jenny, which is a sentence that that would would be odd <laughs> to, to to listen into at a bus stop. Um, to, to which you were responding, great pictures, uh, let me send you some of mine. Uh, so you sent me pictures of your cats. And I fully realise that some cats are not very nice, a bit selfish, um, a bit, if I may say, la-di-da. But yeah. our, Je our Jenny is, she's genuinely friendly. She's a lovely little soul. And um, she's getting on with the, with the crisis as best as anyone is, as far as I can imagine. And, um, oh, yeah, it's, a nice, it's nice to have just some little piece of life wandering about isn't it it gives you a sense of perspective i think cats are the best aren't they oh god i've got four of them i had five until velvet passed away recently yeah. i've got four of them and i love it kath you've, you've got willow i've got one and she uh, she fits that profile that you were giving earlier on doggy of um, lardy darren a little bit i mean the attitude on this one um but <laughs> i love her and she throws me emotional crumbs and i happily gobble them up and um she doesn't care whether I mean, she wishes we'd go out, I think. She's sick of us now. But she doesn't know what's going on. And the, the home has a kind of life to it that it never have had before we had the cat. So I can completely see what you mean there. My home yeah, is I having can... a life of its own. I've got I've got the four cats, but we've also got a dog staying for a couple of nights. Boy, Ooh. oh boy, it's it's Ooh. it's it's very... Ta I've had to... The, the dog is in one half of the house. The cats are in the other. Very, very tense. Very dark atmosphere here, Dougie. Um, it sounds like uh, sounds like the latter days of the Velvet Underground, but um, I wonder. Slightly I, less I heroin, to... but yes, very similar. <laughs> yeah, um, this is this is maybe maybe bizarrely, maybe not. This is the first pet I've ever had in my life. I never wow. had a pet as a child. I, I went to um, or was in Fife at a fair and won Ooh. a goldfish. Got in the car with Mater, Pater and brother, drove back to Edinburgh, and by the time we got back, the goldfish was dead. So you know this, you know this whole thing where people go, what's your porn name? It's your uh, first pet's uh, name and your mother's maiden name. Now, yes. the goldfish died before it was ever named. Oh, no. So, so for the purposes of that game, I used to always just have to go with Goldie Ferguson. Um, because... <laughs> <laughs> and, and, it kind of works. People, people just went with it. Like, well, it's fair enough. You know, obviously, you're, was it Goldie? Was because I think did Simon Groom not have a dog called Goldie? Or no, no. Yes, he there, did. There was a yeah. Blue Peter dog called Goldie. Maybe, I don't know if it was Simon Groom's the one that came after. Um, but uh, yeah, Groom and um, Goldie Ferguson. And really, wow. it wasn't. 
because the goldfish was never named. There you go. Outrageous scenes. Uh, how are you coping with all this, Dougie? This this weirdness. You're, I, 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 as you know, I don't really like people, so. I, I, I've, I've been through intense fear. I had a couple, a week or ten days of pure fear, you know, and would just be at the, making a cup of coffee and would start weeping. I'm through the fear now. I, 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 I know I was talking to some people on Twitter. A lot of people are still consumed by fear. I'm through the fear now, and I'm, I'm sort of doing all right. I'm very demotivated, which is something I'm going to talk about later on. Just, just got no mm. energy to do or create or make or anything. But I'm okay, and I've got the kids. I, I've had the kids for a couple of weeks. I'm okay. How are you doing with all of this? Well, do you know what? I, I think you're maybe, you say demotivated, or maybe you're feeling a bit more tired. I think everyone's feeling a bit more tired because we've done something that people should be doing all the time. We're surrendering, surrendering to this moment, having some sort of time out, the, the normal madness. And bodies are sort of reclimatizing, going, God, this is quite nice in a way. We can just stop rushing about for a while and it is difficult and it is stressful and we do worry about our elderly parents of course i mean i've been but this is a great thing i guess that we can speak about this just now in the power radio but i was doing i did fighting talk for the bbc from the room that i'm speaking to now from the spare room yeah. a couple of weeks ago um did a talk sports show last week i've been putting out music mixes which i always do anyway but it's kind of nice to have things to give to people for free just to color their day or make them happy yeah. or something that's you know especially it's like cultural so i've been putting out my seven floors up mixes which people really dig and it's nice just to go there's an hour's mix of great tunes mixed with weird bits of audio from films and whatnot just to make your day a bit brighter so um it's not as bad as it could be it's difficult I don't know, I had two, two days ago, I was like, I've got a bit of cabin fear here. I could really do with running around a park willy-nilly, but um, oh. which I suppose is, is, is allowed if you look like you're you're having your daily bit of health. But yes. um, yeah, it's, um, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because it's a bit like wartime without the war, which which I'm yeah. all for. I'm not a fan of war, I'll be honest with you. No. I mean, war, war, <laughs> war, 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 war is it good for? At a push, I'd say uh, war movies. Big fan, big fan <laughs> of you know, Bridge Too Far, Bridge Around I'm going to say as well, a, f a few, a handful of good songs as well. Paul Hardcastle springs to mind. Is that maybe the best? Is that is that the best pop war song ever? There's a there, there's a debate that you, myself, and probably one other person in Guernsey could have, and that'd be it. But yeah, the pop, the pop war. Would tune. you include anti-war songs in there, like War by Edwin Starr? I think you'd have to, for the sake of the debate, lasting more than seven minutes. Yeah, okay, okay. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. It's a very partridge line, but what are the best war songs? Dougie, stay there. I need to take a quick. I need to take a quick break. You're going to tweet me as well with all of the links of the stuff that we're talking about, so I can retweet those. Oh, three, oh, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This dear listener is the late night alternative with Ian and Kath, and tonight with Dougie on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, have you been watching any? You've been watching. Of course, you've been watching movies, Dougie. What a ridiculous question! I just remembered who I'm talking to. What have you seen recently that we should uh, be looking at? Um, movie wise, I, I kind of got stuck into a bit of a TV series actually of late. Um, 
so I know I'm not actually literally answering the question about movies, but can I just ask a question? Are you a fan of The Juice? The HBO um, Juice show with never, uh, James, never, James Franco. I've never heard of it. I, I, I know James Franco is controversial at the moment, um, but I'm, I'm unaware of The Juice. But it's about the, the vice trades and the bars Ooh. and Times Square in the 70s. Then it goes to the late 70s and, and season three is set in, I think, 1984. Um, Maggie Gyllenhaal's in it as well. It's absolutely oh. terrific. D- David Simon wrote it, who obviously wrote The Wire. Yeah, um, which I've never seen. It's uh, well, there's still time. There's still time, Pumpkin. Thank you. Um, Thank you. But David. the uh, the juice is is what's taken up a lot of my time of late. It's terrific. I'd really, really recommend okay. it. Okay. It's on it's on down. Sky Atlantic, Sky Atlantic, and now TV. I guess it will be as well. Okay, I've written that down. Um, I watched a few nights ago. You know, sometimes. I mean, this is a case in point where we're saying people going, oh, now's the time to read that book I always wanted to read or watch that film I always wanted to watch. And I've been sort of slipping back, going to some old classics, and I watched Sunset Boulevard uh, the other night. Have you seen Sunset Boulevard? That, I did not Boulevard? expect... You mean the which one? The one recently? No, we're talking 19... Was it 1951? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop the clock, Two? stop the clock, stop the clock. As my boys would say, pause. Um, what the hell are you drinking? Because that was one heck of a swallow, man. That was a big gulp. Sorry, just uh, just a little bit, little water actually, a little bit of water oh, on a Thursday night. That was a that was a huge Thursday night gulp. He's not playing games. <laughs> I'm tempted to make that yeah. a feature. It was so big. <laughs> no, no, listen, I'm, I'm not coming here to muck about when my hydration is up for. Um, give us a call now. Where were you when 9-11 happened? And if you want to do a big gulp, 0344-499-1000. No, does the Sunset Boulevard, was that not a recent film with Madonna? Or am I thinking of something else? You're thinking of something else. Okay, all right, I think you're thinking of, uh, Yeah, are you not thinking of the uh, promo video for Justify My Love? Ah, that's <laughs> the one. That's the one. Yes. No, I don't. I've not seen Sunset Boulevard. Well, Sunset Boulevard, i tell you the reason. One of the reasons why it was in my head, other than it, I just finished uh, David Lynch's amazing auto-stroke biography. Um, oh. wait, are you, are you, I can't remember if you're a, a Lynchy fan. Are you a Lynchy fan? I, I, I enjoy I enjoy it. I enjoyed um, the film where he interviews a monkey. Have you seen that? Yeah, that's on Netflix. Oh, just went on Netflix that, recently, doesn't that's it? That's a beautiful um, thing. I, I enjoy it. I'm not, I'm not an obsessive. I'm not a Dylanologist, whatever the, case, the equivalent would be for Lynch. But, yes, I enjoy him. Well, the interesting thing about this book is called Room to Dream, and it's an autobiography and biography, because each one chapter is written by David Lynch. You always say, what happened? Oh, sorry, one chapter is written by Christine McKenna. says, you know, mm-hmm. so in 19... 19- 70 did this, blah, blah, blah. And then the next chapter will be David Lynch just commenting on all, well, that oh. was kind of right, but this also happened as well. And it's it's a really, oh, I like it's a that. Really, really interesting way to 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 make something original out of a pretty hackneyed uh, genre. And um, I mean, I'm a huge Twin Peaks fan and Lynch's, Lynch's music, not just his uh, films as well. But anyway, he was talking a lot about Sunset Boulevard and it was just in my head. It was in my sphere of consciousness. And I thought, right, I'm going to have to watch that soon. So that was just a few nights ago that I watched it. It's terrific. It's famous, I guess, one of the most famous lines in cinema. I'm ready for my close-up now, one of the very final lines okay. in it. Yep. You know. um, but well, I actually sampled that. I sampled it in a mix that's going out tomorrow, funnily enough, oh, which I'll put, okay. put out in mix cloud. So I've just actually, I te- you were very kind to go, well, you, you tweet about my mixes or the links to it, and I, I, I texted you the link, but do you want me to... I mean, can you do it from a text? You te- you have you, have you texted me the link this evening? What? It's yeah, there. It's on my telephone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, you yeah. wait. I, if I hold it long enough, then the word copy should appear. And and no, the word copy isn't appearing. I'll work it out. Don't worry. I'll work it out. Shall we take a few? Let's take some calls. I don't know if yeah, these people yeah, yeah. are phoning specifically to talk to you, but join, not, let's probably. join in the chat. Let's go to Pete. Good evening, Pete. Good evening, sir. How are you? I'm very well, Pete. What have you got for us tonight? Great. Um, well, a couple of things, if I get the time. One, um, 9-11. Uh, I was in the Lake District on retreat, but I didn't get to find out about 9-11 until 11-11, because we oh. were in a kind of a little cottage away from it all. We came into town to get some supplies, yeah. and we're walking down the street, and you're seeing 
you know, the things they have outside news agents saying, and these things like death toll rises, and we thought, oh, yes, what's that, a train crash, yeah. or what, what? Now we looked in, looked at the papers, and we're going, wow, we missed that. Goodness me. Um, so, there's been a few bits. It's funny you mention that, because there were a few people that missed out on the the coronavirus breaking, including Dougie. Did you hear this about, um, I think he's an actor. Is he an actor, Catherine? Jared Leto. We talked about him, yes. didn't we? Yeah. And he, yes. where, where, what, what was he doing, Kath? I can't remember. Was he in some sort of uh, retreat? Wasn't he on a Buddhist meditation retreat? Yeah, one of those things where no one speaks for days. Yeah, and so no one bothered to tell him. And then I retweeted that. And someone then said, oh, yeah, my parents are in a ret retreat. This was quite far into it. My parents are in a Buddhist retreat and we've spoken to the monastery and they've decided not to tell them yet. You think, whoa, that's, you know, and of course the famous one, Dougie, I don't know if you saw the um, contestants on the German Big Brother who w w had been locked in since February or something and mm. d didn't have a clue. And they did a whole special hour-long episode where the host went in with a doctor behind thick glass and told them there's a global pandemic and lots of people are dying. And of course they all started laughing going, yeah, okay, all right, okay. It's, it's a, one of those tasks, is it? And, no, no, there's actually a global pandemic. Well. Stunned silence, thank you guys, I appreciate yeah. it. You've been, listening, you've been listening to The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee. Tune in next week. Go on, Pete, what else you got? Uh, I have got a war. Okay, we're playing War Poker. Oh, uh, words right, and songs with War in. Yeah, go on. Four in, four in one. I'll start okay. now. Listen till the end. Who cares if you're so poor you can't afford to buy a pair of Modigogo stretch elastic pants? There will come a time when you can even take your clothes off when you dance. Wah, 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 wah. Okay. Example right, and the Mothers of Invention, 1968. Okay. okay. Um, uh, we're, we're only in it for the money. Very nice, yes. Here's gravy okay. in your ear. Yep, okay. Words. Okay. Yes. Carry on. I have one one <laughs> final bit, which is a kind of a... Are you high on drug? Have you been smoking weed? Uh, What's going on? Have you been I smoking wacky-backy? I wish I could still do that, but rather like yourself. Ah, uh, you're a member of that club. But... <laughs> well done, well done. Well yeah, done. <laughs> indeed. <laughs> um, a kind of throw, a, a line from a John Prine song. I, yes. yeah, I was a great, great fan. Two men were standing on a bridge. One jumped and said, you lose. There okay, you then. There you go. Thank you, Pete. Thank you very much That's indeed. Were you a big right. fan, uh, John, John Prine uh, fan, Dougie? Someone I wasn't particularly aware of, but um, like we do, unfortunately, with lots of people, he passed and I, I, I dove into the rabbit hole and it turns out he's incredible. Yeah, yeah, I know. It was, uh, I mean, yeah, not, not humongously. He wouldn't be in my sort of, higher echelons my top tens or anything but yeah no it was, it was horrible yeah and it's like that as you say you dive into it so you guy did this and that and oh jeez oh you know no awful awful i'm worried about jimmy greaves to be perfectly honest as well yeah it, it, now he's but he he isn't he's very poorly and we know that but he he's not a coronavirus poorly is he? No. we don't think it's he's, he's I, don't, I don't know i don't know language never quite fits because i was about to say he's just ill well actually of course if, if you're jimmy greaves or his family he's not just ill he's very seriously ill but it, 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 you know we're all thinking about this horrible uh, uh, thing that's going around let's say hello to simon hey simon hello how are you none of your business what have you got <laughs> I, I was just wondering in yes. all this you know where everyone's a bit bored and you're at home it was a nice and, stretch there, yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, you think there's things you've got to do, you things you've got to get done, but you can't. It's, basically, the situation was was that my I've got my dog, and my dog's hair is getting really, really long. Yeah. So I thought, how hard is it to you know to cut the dog's hair? So oh, I, I phoned the um, I phoned one of those mobile groomer people, and she just said, start at the feet and just work up. So. Mm. I've got this dilemma now. I'm halfway up, and obviously not oh, at the nice. moment. I started it yesterday. I'm halfway yeah. up, but it looks shocking. You know, and then you, you're at that point where you're thinking, well, because I tried to get the clippers out as well, but the, she wouldn't oh. let me put the clippers on her because no. as soon as it started buzzing. So, and, you know, I'm thinking, well, there must be all these people at home that, you know, have never put shelves up and stuff and never done. Yes. They must think, well, that can't be that hard. And 
you know, all these little jobs that people are doing. And now, I mean, I'm at a stage where I don't know whether just to just bite the bullet and just cut all the all the dog's hair off and, you okay. know. Or... Well, Simon, stay there. Let's put that question to our expert. Dougie, what would you suggest Simon <laughs> does in this situation? Well, I, I don't think this is really a, a dog problem, an animal problem. I think it's what you should do in, in, in any situation that's causing you stress is don't panic, go to bed, put some <laughs> earplugs in, ignore it, pretend it's never happened, and in the morning <laughs> it'll all be fine. So it's like, like, like another... One of those stag do things. You know, we wake all up the, the next day and you're like, okay, oh, what, who did we, we do last night? In- Oh, Dougie, we're losing you ever so slightly. Um, it could, there must be, Simon, there must be a YouTube video on how to groom a dog. Yeah, there yeah, is. Yeah, because otherwise, Simon, your dog's going to look, look looking like it's got skin trousers on. Yeah, it, well, that's the thing. It looks like it's, you know, as if it's like being, like, I don't know, like a sort of clash gig or something, you know? It's like, <laughs> it, it's very spike. You know, you're thinking, how hard, but you know when you stay at home, you're thinking... How hard can it be to, you know, to cut the hair? And there must be loads of people at home now thinking, oh, you know, I need a haircut. I'll do it. You know, like, I need to do this. And I was wondering if there's anything, if you've got to that stage yet where you're at home thinking... Well, there are... We mentioned this last night. Claire Pugh, who is a regular tweeter to the show, she cut her six-year-old daughter's hair, cut the fringe, and it looks bloody awful. The girl is a beautiful (laughs) young lady, beautiful six-year-old girl, absolutely stunning. As as Kath tweeted, she wears it well, but she also wears it like Dave Hill from Slade. So... (laughs) See, and Dave Hill would say, well, I think that's a bit extreme, actually. <laughs> Simon, thank you for that. 0344 499 um, You haven't started doing um, home haircuts yet, have you, Dougie? It's, it's got to be coming soon for everybody. Yeah, my wife cut my hair last week and it looks good. I'm, I'm, I, I, I have to admit, I'm looking pretty good tonight. It's a shame you, you can't see me. I'm, I'm dressed. I'm, I'm dressed. I, I feel it difficult to do any kind of broadcast without without looking the parts, even if it's radio. And I know some, I mean, I don't know what you're wearing just now. I'll, I'll hazard a few guesses, but I would hope it wouldn't be, <laughs> I, 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 I would I would hope it wouldn't be a, a tracksuit bottom with a shoe or as it's sometimes called bus driver chic. <laughs> I'm wearing some, I'm wearing some shorts. Uh, I've kicked Ooh. my slippers off. And I've got a monkey's T-shirt. So I've made an effort. I'm not, well, you've, you haven't made a great effort. You've made an effort. But I suppose the problem is the, the wow. baffies have been kicked off and it's just a T-shirt and short, which, <laughs> which disappoints a, to a certain extent. I'm at home, though. Here's the thing. I'm at home. I've got my cats asleep around me. I've got my kids asleep upstairs. Yeah. Okay, yes, of course I could have put on the full uh, dress suit. All right, well, well, Catherine, what are you, if we're shaming each other, well, what are you wearing, Kath? Well, here's the thing. I've been in pyjamas for most of the day, but I did get changed oh. for work. I've had a shower and everything. I've got makeup on. I'm wearing um, a pair of blue jeans, admittedly a lot more casual than I normally wear for work. And I'm wearing yeah. a T-shirt that is a kind of homage to um, the Batman T-shirts that the um, um, minor characters would wear. It says Henchwoman on it. Oh, OK. Oh. OK. Oh, um, yeah. Dougie, well, I, we have to put it to you. What are you wearing then, sir? I'm wearing a gingham shirt. Uh, with oh. a button-down collar, a grey, I guess you would call it a sports jacket, you know, other people would refer to it as a suit jacket, with a oh. black um, a black slim-fit trouser, a pink sock, and a loke brogue. You're wearing shoes indoors? I'm wearing shoes. I'm wearing shoes, you, and I'm wearing them indoors. Deviant. Absolute yeah. deviant. This, and, and this... Uh, the reason... Go on. No, no, I was going to say, the reason I am wearing shoes indoors is because I'm in my house... And uh, I ain't asking anyone for permission to do what I'm going to do in the next 20 minutes. <laughs> um, let's go to John. Hello, John. Evening. How are you doing? I'm very well, John. What you got for us? Um, only quick one because I'm working, but I've got a, a song, a protest war so song am I. for you. Oh, yeah. We've got another war song. OK, go on. No, it's not a war song. This is a protest war song. Oh, a war. protest war song. Sorry, your accent yeah. made it sound like oh, war. I'm getting confused with yeah. the war no, poker. No, it didn't. OK. No, it didn't. Oh, shut up, um, uh, my, mine is uh, CCR, fortunate son. Um, you mean, oh, yeah. by saying CCR, are you, is that the Credence Clearwater yes. Revival? You've just abbreviated yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, so that's, that's saved time, so I appreciate that. Thank you. You are at work. Um, <laughs> I don't know the song, John. Can you sing a bit? 
It ain't me. It ain't me. I'm no fortunate son. Very oh, raspy. Blimey. It's a very raspy one. Some people want all the red, white, and blue. It ain't me. It ain't me. <laughs> I'm no millionaire son. Oh, <laughs> blimey. It's very angry. Um, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's a good song. I I struggle with um, CCR. I struggle with them. I just find them a little too swampy for my uh, my taste. Yeah, I do. That, that's that's the, the one that that stands out. Really, I'm not I'm not a huge fan. Just I am of that song, but not necessarily of. All right. In, in general, I'm, I'm writing uh, it down. I, you... I don't know why I'm writing it down, but I am writing it down. We'll, we'll compile a list. And and I have got a why, but it's not a song. It's just a word. Okay. A pen why. What's a penoir? It's like um, it's like a, a silk negligee, lingerie type underwear thing. Whoa. I wear so them on me, after. I yeah, I like to wear them after eleven o'clock. Always with a look <laughs> brogue, though, bizarrely. <laughs> I, I tell you what, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google um, the image search penoir. Yeah. Um, uh, so thank you for that, John, and I uh, appreciate that. And we'll take it up. Dougie, are you okay to stay until 11? Is that all right? Or do you want to, uh, you know? Absolutely. You... Absolutely. It'd be, it'd be my absolute uh... pleasure. Oh, Kath is, Kath is unsure. Kath, is, have I he crossed the line? He means a peignoir. He means a peignoir. What? You, a peignoir in the arse. Peignoir. Pen... Well, that's... <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Okay. Well, I'm going to Google lingerie. This is talk radio. You'll, you'll have trouble, mate. <laughs> Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Ah, now I'm, I've got images in my mind of Fenella Fielding or Suzanne yes. Danielle or Liz Fraser. Yes, I've known exactly what you're talking about. Blythe Spirit, that kind oh, of thing. Oh, 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Before all this happened, uh, Dougie, before the uh, the fascist right-wing government forced us to, to uh, stay under house arrest for a, uh, an indeterminate amount of time, what were you doing? What were you up to? I tell you, I was doing immediately before we all had to lock down. I've been out uh, making a new short film. And um, with a really good crew of people, excellent um, DOP, Director of Photography, who worked on... Did you ever see the Woody Harrelson film, uh, Lost in London? It was that live feature film. Oh, no, I didn't. But I felt it, and it was, it, was, it was shown live in cinemas as it yeah. was happening, wasn't it? Yeah. And um, so I was working with one of the guys who, who did wow. that, who, who, who had seen other films I'd done, what to work with me. It was really rather exciting. And so we've been out filming, got a lot of great stuff done. And I know obviously coming into the good weather it was really exciting. It was like, okay, April, we can get we can finish the shoot and get it edited and all the rest of it, get it into the film festivals. And then suddenly it's boof, lockdown. And it's quite I must admit it's difficult looking out the window and think this is perfect filming weather. Yeah, yeah. I know in the grand scheme of things it's not very important, but it is important in the sense that people just now need all the films they can get to watch or music they can to listen to. So art mm. and culture is imperative. I mean, believe it or not, Ian Lee, the mm. Ian Lee gyratory system, as I sometimes refer to in my own head. He, you, he, he says it you, out loud sir, sometimes. Yes, hello. You, sir, are important. What you're oh. doing tonight, it may not feel oh. like it to the listener, it may not feel like it to yourself, but I'm telling you, it is important what you're doing tonight. It's loosely well, you know based what? culture. I think you're right. I mean, me and Kath made a bit of decision when all this was kicking off and it was kind of prompted by a tweet that Danny Baker d- 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 tweeted saying he was angry that everything was news now. All the, it was all news. He said during the war, it was mainly entertainment and laughter. You need, you need a laugh when there's something as huge as this more than ever before. So we made the decision, unless it was, you know, like a huge story, like Boris Johnson being put in intensive care or something, that we would just come on. And um, I think the phrase was dick around, wasn't it, Catherine? I think that was the phrase, yes. Um, yeah, and but the it, thing and is, is, everyone's, so everyone's got, right, we all listen to the news, we find out what's happening on a daily basis. But you don't want to be watching too much of it because there's too much speculation, people worry too much. So you know you're going to get your news every day, but what do you do around yeah. that? Now is the time to it is the time to read the books, to watch the films, to listen to the Nick Frost sound alikes and just get something <laughs> in their lives that isn't gonna scare that isn't gonna scare them. 
Do you ever get down about? Have you? Have you? Do you I've, I've not seen you for ages and ages, and and and, and I, I I I think you're one of the best, and you're one of those people I just don't understand. You know why I'm not turning on the TV and going, oh bloody hell, it's Dougie Anderson again. I, but that's not, unfortunately, is not the way that the industry works. Um, and you you always seem to have a very positive outlook. Um, has any of this, you know, sent you spiraling down at all? Oh, listen, you know, one tries to be positive, and you have to just try and keep doing things, keep creating, keep making things. Because, as I always say, if the if the choice is try and I don't know, try and write a short story try and make a film, uh, try and write a song, or do nothing, then, well, <laughs> it's quite plainly, you do the former, don't you? I worry. I've always been a worrier. Like, oh, God, I'm very good at worrying. It's, it's one of my main skills, I think. Always has been. Um, and, you know, and, and if you, listen, it'd be nice if you turned on the TV and I was there, but as we know, this, it's, not, it's not a meritocracy, is it? No. And, no, uh, no. and it's a very odd, odd business. Um, but I, I've known that for years. That's why I've always gone out and written books and made podcasts and made mixes and made short films, um, because it's about making art, isn't it? And it's and it's important. And I'm not saying it's I a great money making thing. It's not. But you know, no. got to do I it. think it that every every minor celebrity that has um, tweeted or thinks that the coronavirus is caused by 5G, I think they should be sacked from television, and that me, you, and Catherine should be given their slots. I don't know, it's Brilliant. just an well, idea. Well, listen, listen, as we know, as we know, and it's very clear to see, there has been um, a lot of, well, if I may use the well-worn phrase, grandiose bampottery. Just idiots coming out with this, that, and the next thing. People who, just because they've got 400,000 followers on Twitter, does not yeah. make them in, in any way intelligent or worth listening to. This much we know, but there it is. I mean, I tell you, I tell you what's a great thing that's happened just now, and I know that you'll you'll join me in, in, in being happy about this. As will Catherine, cometh the hour, cometh the man. Limmy's homemade show is. Oh, I was next. about to say. A I was new about series. to say. Thank, thank God. I mean, and you talk the timing of it is incredible, isn't it? With everyone stuck in yeah. the houses, he just must be rubbing his hands. But I've seen. I don't know if you've seen the couple of clips that the BBC have put yeah. out. It just looks terrific, and I mean, I mean, I know that we love his stuff, and you know, are great admirers of him. It's just brilliant. I cannot wait to watch that. I, I think For, he's, I just think he's so good at what he does. For those that don't know, that Limmy's Homemade Show is a three parts. It's going to be shown in BBC Scotland on BBC Scotland first, then it goes on to BBC Two, and then it's on the, the iPlayer. And he has done everything. It's it's him in it. He's filmed it. He's done the sound. He's done the editing. He's done the music. He's done everything, and it just is uh you know the pilot was a joy and it was weird and it was dark and and uh and hilariously funny and um it's it, it's i was i'm thrilled about that coming on i was i was um yeah i was about to mention that when when is i think that is it, it might even be this this sunday i think it's on bbc2 i'm not sure it might be i know yeah no you're right it's on it's shown in scotland i think on and then two days later is it on bbc2 i think yeah in, yeah so it's on UK? scotland tomorrow i think Okay, so you're doing all right. Well, that's good to know. Let's bring Alistair into the conversation. Good evening, Alistair. Oh, evening, everybody. Um, hey, Alistair, what you got for us? Uh, well, I was really thrilled when uh, Doogie mentioned David Lynch because oh. uh, I'm a massive fan. And um, <clears throat> I've not kept up with everything he's done over the years, but I was um, I saw Eraserhead and then uh, Blue Velvet, and then oh, uh, Wild at Heart. And I wondered if I could ask Doogie, what, what was his favourite of those three? Um, you said Wild at Heart, Eraserhead, and Blue Velvet. Um, that's oh, right. God, that's, it's a tricky one, Alistair. It's a tricky one. I think Wild at Heart has one of my favourite ever cinema deaths scenes in it. <laughs> the, the, and you know that I'm talking about the Willem Dafoe uh, death which I won't yeah. spoil for anyone uh, it's, it's hilarious uh, as far as deaths go in cinema I mean um, a razor head incredible that kind of, sort of kicked it all off for, for David Lynch obviously and Blue Velvet goodness me uh, the performances in that are stunning I must ask you, Alistair, if I may, if I may pop back with a question to you. Yeah. Um, oh, cheeky! Here we go. I, There's the I, question I, bell. I, <laughs> oh, 
the Lee side generator system, he still makes me chuckle when I least expect. And I love him for it. I'll be honest, I love him for it. But back to you, Alistair, and, and my question therein. Um, um, I know you haven't you said you haven't seen all of uh, his stuff, but I thought that Twin Peaks Season 3, the final mm. season of, of Twin Peaks, which I guess was shown last year, the year before, kind of took TV to a whole new level and is one of the greatest TV shows, TV series of all time. Um, my, I guess it's two questions. First question is, have you seen season three and what did you think about it? Okay, well, um, it's a more complicated answer, really. I have seen season three, but I can't remember it because I was drinking a lot of whiskey at the time. <laughs> very honest, Alistair, very yeah. honest answer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, uh, I, 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 mean, that, that I like honesty. It's brilliant, yeah. Yeah, uh, Alistair, well, nice to talk to you, mate. Thank you, thank you. And what, what you can watch it again now that you're uh, over eleven months sober. So, so thank you for that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. How's your how's your lovely mum doing, Dougie? Is she all right? Uh, sorry, you just cut out there slightly. Would you like to? Can you repeat the question? I don't think I'll bother. No, I was asking how's your how's your um your lovely mum doing? She's good. She's always asking for you. And, I know. Uh, I, I like actually... your mum. Yes. Well, do you know what? No word of a lie. I was on a Zoom conversation last night with her and my brother. And during the Zoom conversation, my mum actually said to my brother, he's on the Ian Lee show tomorrow night, you know. So, <laughs> so mother was just making oh. sure the whole family knew what happened. But she's well. Oh, she's, bless her. Thank God. She's, she's safe. She's, she's healthy. And um, that's all you can ask with, with all of this, yeah. isn't it, really? With the, yeah. the, the mothers and the fathers. The maters yeah. and the paters. <laughs> the cocks and the cradle and the silver spoon. There's a little boy playing a man on the moon. Well, there's now that now you've opened another can of worms because everyone, of course, thinks that Cats, Cats in the Cradle is by Cat Stevens when it isn't. I can't remember the name of the artist, but it does sound a lot like Cat Stevens. Um, the, the phone in after eleven is songs that sound like they are by other artists. Oh, um, Horse with No Name, of course, is uh, is a, a rip off of uh, the Neil Young sound, isn't it? Yeah, but here's another one for you. I mean, again, it's niche. What about? Um... Males that sound like females, or vice versa, singing. I mean, I think the classic is Chet Baker. The first time you hear Chet Baker, I think that has to be a lady singing, but of course mm -hmm. it's not. It's, um, I mean, incredible, absolutely incredible. I had that Kat, moment with Neil Sedaka. Yeah, oh, Neil really? Sedaka, in, in some lights, could sound like a woman, I think. Um, okay, how about. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I, I don't know if that is that. I don't know if that's libelous or not. Um, Why the stylist? The stylistics. Oh, they just yeah. falsetto. Yeah. The style. Mm. Well, well, yeah, but he sounds like a lady. Hang on. Is Why is my my answer is just as valid as yours? Well, you left oh. mine dangling in a very rude manner, so I'm. I don't revenge. think. Okay, tell me when. Tell me <clears> when. <throat> um, tell me where and when the exact date uh, that Neil Sedaka sounds like a lady. Um. Um, that one about uh, um, solitaire, um, uh, laughter, laughter in, the, in rain. the rain. No, I don't yeah. think yeah. he. Put it on. There's a really, there's a really good version of that, but it's wrong. Where he sings that with his daughter. Why is it wrong? Oh, it's a love song. Isn't I think it? If, if I if I can button just for a second, I think this Please shows do, again. Please do, this, this, this is this is another good debate. But you have said it yourself, Ian. You got a little bit tense there. Some would yeah. say two tens. I'd be in that <laughs> party. And, mm. and I think I think we must we must find solace in the in, in the fact that there are some people you do know who's always singing. And I'll put my hands up when Aletta Adams comes on. I know it's Aletta, and no mistake. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's get to Andrew uh, before the news. Good evening, Andrew. Good evening. Uh, I've got two uh, war songs for you. Don't ask us to sing them because I can't. Oh, all right. Uh, one's straight in there. Restrict. Uh, one's um, Pink Floyd when Tigers broke free. Okay, I don't know that one. I'm I, I'm going to say it. I think the Floyd are rubbish. <laughs> right, fine. That's fair enough. And I think the other one was uh, Wings or Paul McCartney and Wings. The Pipes of Peace. Oh, oh, uh, oh, oh, Andrew, well done, sir. Well, of course. Yeah. That's a what great... What do you say? Do you say? Will the human race be running a day? Uh, be a day. Don't forget. And there's, there's Andrew, uh, there's uh, Dougie, just doing what McCartney does sometimes and nudging that reggae Jamaican accent, which is... Which <laughs> oh, is... <right. laughs> 
a joy. Andrew, <laughs> thank you for that, Andrew. I appreciate that. I, we played um, the other day, and I think it's quite fitting for, for where we're at. And it is a brilliant, brilliant song. It was a, a huge hit, but, but scorned for decades. Um, the Frog Chorus, We All Stand Together. That's a great record, man. I would heartily disagree with that. I don't think it's a great record. Sorry? I'm sorry. No, 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 wow. no. No, come on, uh -oh. now. come on now. Whoa! Have you? When was the Maybe last time you heard it? No, oh, within the last twelve months. Because I had a Prove hunch it. that I'd be talking to you about it. So let's prove it. Okay, <laughs> I will. I want to see your your, and I know you've probably got papers on this. I'd like to see your papers on this, please. Yes, I'll be getting the dossier out from the eleven till twelve hour, and I'll be emailing. <laughs> you know, I might fax it to you as well. So make sure you bloody well get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a shame we had to end on a sour note um, and no. us violently disagreeing about music. How can we turn this around in the last 120 seconds and end well, happy and upbeat? I, I tell you how we could turn it around in the, the broad scheme of things. Go on, I could go pop on. on again at some point in the near future if you want me to for another another chatette because I will be you know, like everyone on, on the lockdown. So if you want to extend another invitation, I'd be happy to pop in, speak to yourself and Catherine, because it's always it's always a pleasure. But that doesn't get us away from the fact we need to end no. on, a, on a warm note. I, I, at the uh, moment, I'm not inclined to invite you back. And, and I would I want to be inclined. So we've got to turn this around. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, I'll be a straight talker here. When it comes to Nick Frost or yourself, I know whose voice that I'd like to warm up with in the in an evening, you know, on a on a cuddle couch of chat, and it'd be yours, Ian. It'd be yours. It's always been okay. yours. Okay. But do you know branch. what, Dougie? Uh, there's the olive branch, and I'm gonna I'm gonna suck it. I'm gonna suck oh, your olive branch unusual. dry. I'm gonna get those olives and make some lovely o olive oil from it. Dougie, and it's always a pleasure, my friend. Yeah, and I tell you what, I know you don't drink alcohol anymore, but if you had those olives, you could make a lovely dirty martini with them, gin-based, as I would always insist. But don't go that way tonight, or indeed tomorrow. Keep off the grog, and you'll be okay. <laughs> Wise words. Oh, mate, I love you so much. Stay safe, and uh, you, you just send me a text. You can come on whenever you want. You know, we are entertaining the nation, uh, and we want you to be part of, uh, of our uh, fun troupe. Thank you. I, it'd be a pleasure. It's been a pleasure to be been on tonight, and I look forward to speaking with all of you again soon. Thank you, Dougie. It's flown by. The hour's right. gone. Unbelievable. Okay. Thank you, Dougie. Oh, Dougie, Dougie, quickly. I've, I've tweeted that yeah. link. What's your What's your Twitter handles if, if people want to go and say hello? At Douglas Chats. At Douglas Chats. Stay safe, my friend. Lots of love to the uh, the cat, and we will speak very very soon. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. My God, the hour just sailed by. This is the late night alternative with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.